888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting interview for you today. In today's interview, episode 327, I'm on the line with none other than Jay Morell Stewart from LargeFamilyTable.com, where mega motherhood and real life meet. As a mom of eight, she has what I would imagine as a full, very full days of homeschooling, toddler chasing, and overworking her slow cooker until it begs for mercy. She doesn't claim to have all the mega motherhood answers figured out, but she does share her journey to inspire other mothers that are on a similar journey to hers. Uh, She shares homeschooling tips, her large family life, and other tips and tricks and practical strategies for feeding a herd and much more. One of the things that I've noticed from checking her out is that she's been able to build a loyal audience of raving fans, and that's what I want for you. So that's what I brought her on to talk about today. Jay Morrell, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Leslie. Well, I am so glad to hear that. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad yes. to have you on. So, so you know, I'm going to ask you the first question that comes to mind whenever I hear the numbers that I heard in my introduction that I just read. Because as yes. a father of, of two, <laughs> uh-huh, I hear uh-huh. eight, I, I think to myself, you know, how in the world are you still sane? Because you seem sane to me. So how does sure, this sure. work, having so many yes. kids? Can you give me yes, some insight? I need to know. This. Okay. Okay. So first thing is um, I'm an old goat at this. So I've been at this a while. <laughs> I'm, I'm 38. My husband and I celebrate our 20-year wedding anniversary this coming July. Oh, and wow. So Congrats. In, yes. So in my 20s, I was a mom of one to four kids. And Okay. I and and I thought that that's probably around the numbers we would be at. You know, we never started out wanting a large family per se. Okay. And then we we had a season where we did some foster care and we were also licensed to adopt. And it was during that experience because you know, when you do that, you have to have your heart ready that you might get a sibling group of four all of a sudden on your door one day. You just have to be prepared. So during that experience, the Lord used that time to really just open up Travis and I's heart to having a large family. I'm an only child. Travis had one brother. So, you know, we don't know. We still don't know what we're doing. However, through that experience, again, our heart was open to a large family. And then it didn't work out in that season for us to foster or even adopt long term. There's, you know, a whole other podcast on that. Maybe another day in time, the Lord will circle us back to that. But anyway, so in my 30s, we have been continuing to grow our family. And I'll tell you, you know, when I'm... um when I'm in my 50s and 60s, as I continue on this journey, I'm never going to look back and look at any of these wonderful people and say, 
I was okay, but I really messed it up when I had you. <laughs> I'm going to look at, continue to look at all of them and uh, just be very thankful for them. I think they're great people. So it, it is hard when you have, t- it's hard when you have just, you know, two, when I had just two littles, I didn't know beyond there how this would look. Um, but now I'm just very thankful to be walking out having this wonderful family. What what you're saying is that I just gotta continue, just you know, just go for number five and then six and seven, eight, and then <laughs> well, it'll be, you know, every, everything will be all good. Some people are, you know, there's also couples that they don't have kids at all, and then there's couples that, like my mom, my mom only had one. Um, you know, there's, I don't think there's any magic number. I think, like anything, there's a u- unique plan for all of us, right? And so, I, for I me love personally, it. I love it. yeah. I, I love all these people. So, okay. so, so let me let me let, let let's let's kind of get into this story because sure. um, large family table. Wh- what were you doing before large family table? And and then we're so, gonna get into how you got into this. Yes. So about seven years ago now. It, it, the year the years are adding up. I was in my early thirties, Leslie. This is what blogging does to you. <laughs> um, uh, I was a mom at home with my children ages 11 and under. I had just had my fifth baby. And of course, you know, we homeschool and during the winter time, especially, you know, in a rural Virginia area, there can just be lots of snow and you can't always get out and you get a little cabin fever. So I remember feeling being, you know, very happy being home with my children because I'd made a lot of choices in order to be there with them and to homeschool them. But I remember I just felt like a mom that needed a hobby because, uh, you know, our, our days were, were very full with family and life stuff, but I needed a creative outlet. And I even remember praying just for the Lord to help me find my voice. I thought at the time, I didn't know of all the tools available. And so I thought at the time, well, maybe I would write a book, but how, where do you start with that? Right. As, as a mom home in the farmhouse. <laughs> so, um, I had had a, I had had a little hobby blog where I just before Facebook, I, I put pictures of our family travels and such up for family members and. I had begun to curate content as a volunteer for our state homeschool group's Facebook page and thus read other blogs. And in the reading of other blogs, I thought, hey, I could do that too. So I was reading RaisingArrows.net and MoneySavingMom.com and The Pioneer Woman, you know, all, all of those basic mom blogs at that time. And I just felt this stirring that, well, if they could do it, I... I could figure this out and do it too. And I just committed to myself every morning before the kids got up, I was going to get up early and blog for a few hours in the morning. And I started doing that January, 2011. And by summer 2011, I had, and this is a big deal going from zero to, to these small numbers back then. So I went from zero people on my Facebook page to 10,000 people on my Facebook page. Wow. I had, I went from, um, I remember the first time I got 750 page views on my blog, but by that summer I would have 3000 page views a day on my blog. So I just consistently kept picking at it every day and a community of moms gathered. Now I did that obviously through the standard things of, you know, I did a lot of guest posting and contributing. I got, as I learned, I started pushing stuff around. And as I'm pushing things around, that was drawing 
an audience to my blog. And those same, okay, so that before same, you before you even move before you even move on from there, um, yes. uh, what did you what did you start blogging about at that time? Is it the same as what you're doing now? Very similar. I could, it could just all have been the same, but I, you know, I still don't know the end from the beginning. <laughs> so I don't know where all this will go. So back then, um, I, you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of people against homeschooling and, um, just like in my life. And so I started, my blog was called, even though it was a lifestyle blog, it was about homeschooling and I called it Holy Spirit led homeschooling. And so, uh, it was just a lot of homeschool mom encouragement. Uh, because that's what I needed. So I started writing to what I needed per se, um, like how to overcome a bad day and how to introduce read alouds in our homeschool. And I was mixing in some recipes, you know, just testing different things. I started contributing to a lot of different homeschool sites at the time. And whenever I would write an excellent guest post, I learned quickly if I'd write an excellent guest post and interlink it with post on my site, those readers would come over and find me. So that was my strategy during my first six months. So by that summer, I had a community of moms that that were coming, you know, pretty much every day to see if I had something new on the blog. And and were you actually publishing every day at that time? Um, I was publishing a few times a week. Okay. I I would have I would have overexcited weeks. You know, I don't the quality of the content may not have been um, superior. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it. I would have weeks where I'd probably get four or five posts out, but weeks then where I would do two or three. And I was I was living off of uh, reading Amy Lynn Andrews and reading Pro Blogger and just like how we can, like all of your wonderful tools. I was going after what I could find online to educate myself in this new mom hobby. Okay, so you were you started this blog, um, and it sounds like when you started this blog hobby, you were thinking about at least the possibility of it making money because you were reading pro blogger. I still didn't, I still didn't really know anyone who did that. I just wanted, um, I guess it was eventually I, I wanted to get into writing books and, uh, I thought that that was a good, a good use. I was seeing other bloggers who were also publishing like at that time in vast camps, uh, 1000 gifts book just came out. And so I just thought, well, if I could start writing on my blog, it develops my writing muscles, and then maybe eventually I could write a book. That would be a blessing to other moms. I did not really know about blogging itself bringing any kind of an income at that time. That does come shortly in this story, but you tell me when you're ready for me to jump into that. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Okay. So you started the blog. Uh, you're, you're hearing about people that are blogging from like these sites like Pro Blogger and Amy Lynn Andrews and so on. Um, you're not necessarily thinking, hey, this blog is going to be my business, but you're thinking, hey, this is good practice in terms of my writing, in terms of, you know, getting into that habit and all that kind of stuff. And, and ha- slowly building a platform like a, a audience there. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, how did that then transition from, hey, maybe this is something that eventually I'll be good enough to write a book to, to hey, now this is something that could actually be a business. How did that come about? Right. So about a year into it then, so all of 2011, by the end of 2011, I was hearing more. I went to my first blogging conference, which was called Relevant, and I just started to hear little whisperings of moms who were actually making some sort of an income. Um, and then 
within that time, I was also noticing that, hey, this hobby is now taking 15 to 20 hours a week of my time. <laughs> and before blogging, I was working, um, I worked every weekend as a nurse. I could get 36 hours in a weekend and make a good income. Uh, and for a lot of reasons, I laid that down to focus on my family and our homeschooling and our home life. So I thought, you know what? Because gro a grocery budget's always a big deal in a family, in my family at least. And so at that time, my, my husband was working a whole lot to, you know, be a good husband, provide for our family. And I just started to think, man, if I, I need to learn how to turn this 20 hours a week into some sort of little income to increase our grocery budget or, Wisdom would say, I probably need to go back to picking up some weekend nursing hours. One, something has to give here. So I got invited to a very small, um, like little mini weekend mastermind retreat in Florida. And I think my husband and I, uh, spent maybe our electric bill money that month to buy my airplane ticket. It was a huge step of faith for me to go to this little event. And when I went, um, and it was like a three day thing. When I went, there were a few other moms there. Like one mom had made a planner and she had made $10,000 the year before on that planner. And I did the math on that and I thought, my, my goodness, that's several hundred dollars a month that, uh, would more than double my, gro my grocery budget. So <laughs> I came back from that conference in February, 2012, praying for the Lord to show me how to make another three to $400 a month on my blog. And I say another, I mean, I wasn't making anything on my blog, but how I could make three to $400 a month on my blog in order to double my grocery budget. And Kindle books were a free. Kindle books were a big thing at the time. And I was learning about affiliate marketing and I made a list on my blog on Holy Spirit led homeschooling of free Kindle books. And I quickly learned at that time, whenever people would go through your affiliate link to get their free Kindle books, it would, you would get the cookie and you would get that percentage for the 24 hour period. And so out of that one Kindle list, I just saw the huge amount of traffic I got on my site and the huge amount of Amazon affiliate links I was getting. And so I went to bed pondering that and I woke up the next morning pretty much with the, the business plan for what is now freehomeschooldeals.com, which is my other blog laid out in my spirit. And so I told my okay, husband, so, so, uh, yes, before we move on. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Let, let, because there's a lot that just happened in like a few I know, seconds Leslie, just now. I know, um, <laughs> I know. It's just so much all I, the time. <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna unpack this a little bit. Yes, I wanna go please. back just a, a, a one, one mini step because That's you fine. said that you yes. spent your electric bill on yes. this trip. Now I'm thinking yes. to to do that kind of a sacrifice. It's almost like frightening. Was it? I mean, were you afraid of, you know, well, the possibility we, of just, yeah, I, what, what was going through your mind there? Well, you know, we lived paycheck to paycheck then anyway, and not trying to be frivolous, but, you know, we were a single income growing family. My husband worked a lot of overtime, and I had laid down my nursing hours. So we kind of felt like, it was a step of faith. It was a very special, unique opportunity. And I felt like I should go and it would be very valuable if I was going to learn how to make money blogging. And I didn't necessarily learn 
that particular weekend how to make money blogging, but being with a few other women who were actually making, I don't think anyone there was making a full-time income, but they were making good part-time incomes. And that encouraged me, once I meet someone who's doing something, I'm just, I don't want, like the word crazy, <laughs> but I'm just wild enough to think, if they can do that, I can figure it out and do it too. I love it. Okay, so, so you come yeah. home now, you, you come, come home, home and you, you, you're, you're, you and start recommending Kindle these books. Kindle books. Yes. You're playing with these Kindle books and, and the next day you said you woke up with this business plan I had this in idea your spirit because, yes because i felt like my goodness there's all these deal sites out there and i'm a passionate homeschool mom what if there was a deal site for homeschoolers because as a homeschool mom i had homeschooled my kids for free many times during different seasons i knew about all the wonderful homeschool freebies on the internet i knew about you know amazon deals and different curriculum companies different times of the year offer their specials well, what if there was one place that highlighted all of that similar to like what money saving mom does only with the homeschool homeschool focus Yeah, so I just, I told my husband, um, and, I, and I made a little mistake there, and this is where, you know, my whole journey is making mistakes and learning along the way. So I, but before the mistake, I told my husband, I said, if you will watch the kids today, I, I have this God-given idea, I feel like, and I can follow Amy Lynn Andrews' tutorial and build this new blog and get it up. So that's what I did. I read her tutorial step by step because I didn't know you at the time, Leslie. I would have read yours. <laughs> and that's all, I, good. Uh, that's all good. That's okay. And so it took me about 16 hours, but I built the new site and I launched it. And the next day, all of my faithful Holy Spirit-led homeschooling readers that I had built up over that first year, I mean, within a few hours, I had 5,000 page views and they crashed the site because at that, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for the flood of people. Now, the mistake I made at that time, I didn't know anything about um, copyrights and copyright laws, and I did it very innocently, but it's still a good lesson. At first, I called the site Kendall Homeschool, and I quickly learned, gee, Amazon owns that trick. You know, so I made that mistake, and but what that meant was, hey, I get to learn all about URL redirection and make a new graphic. So I took another another day and I rebranded the whole thing. But through because at first I thought it would focus mainly on the free ebooks, but through that mistake, it really helped solidify in my head about all the deals and freebies out there for homeschoolers. Thus the, the quick name free homeschool deals. So okay, and then once I did that the first month I made as much as our house payment by the third month I was making as much as my husband who was um, you know he was a licensed electrician but he was working 60 to 70 hours a week with all this mandatory overtime at work and uh, within six months I, I was making twice as much with him and so I can keep on going Leslie did you have any questions there <laughs> Oh, okay. wait, wait, wait. You, you see, you I just, know, you just did something it's there so again. It's and so I'm like, much, whoa, Leslie. whoa, whoa. Okay, wait, wait. So the first month you made as much as your house payment. Third right. month, the same as your husband's salary. Six months, you yes. doubled your husband's salary. It all from recommending uh, affiliate well, I was, deals? 
yeah, it was affiliate deals. Plus, I had a lot of traffic, so I was getting a crash course. And at that time, I just knew AdSense. Um, and then it was other, yes, affiliate deals and freebies. Because homeschoolers, we are wild about saving money and free things. And so when a homeschool blogger has a freebie that comes out to build their list, I can put it up on free homeschool deals. I get the traffic. They get the signups. We work together. So at yes. this point, what are you do? Are you like doing a, a happy dance, uh, like was, running around it, yes, the oh, house? It was, and <laughs> it was absolutely, it was wonderful. And of course, you know, within a year, it became completely overwhelming. But it was just, in one way, I was surprised. But then in another way, the Lord is so very faithful. It's almost not surprising because he's just so good in how he guides us. And so, I, um, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm loving this because, you know, there's a, you, you came from a place of not even knowing that this could be a business. You go out to right. this one weekend um, and you get inspired um, by what other people were doing. You came back and you, you, the key thing is that you actually took action. You know, you built your blog, you, you set up everything, you, st- you learned about affiliate marketing, you learned about some AdSense and you put that on your blog and put it's just, it, all it was kind of like, it seems like pushing it. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. this ongoing experiment, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's really what all this is. <laughs> so, so, uh, within a year we, because of all, all, you know, you build this big thing. We, we lovingly call free homeschool deals, the beast, even to this day, it just, you know, it required a whole lot, especially during those first two years, just because people were begging for it and we had to keep it fed. So within the first year, uh, let's see, I started it in, it was actually April 2012. And by June 2013, my husband came home full time. Awesome. Because okay, it was so, just, um, yeah, yes, again, so much, so much. <laughs> so uh, th- there's a few things that I want to know because, okay, this is, okay. this is an inspiring story. But when I look at what you're doing now, it just seems, and this is where we're going to get into the, the, the topic of the actual interview. Yeah, I'm um, so it sorry. Seems we're not like even over pe- to large family table no. yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh-huh. But what, what I notice about your audience, wherever they are, it's like they're just crazy fans, and I mean crazy in a very good way. And I'm actually, I want to learn from what you've done, how you built this loyal audience of raving fans. So can you tell me a little bit about what is under that and how it came to be that way? Um Okay, well, so my joke is maybe they just feel sorry for me, Leslie. (laughs) They've watched me. I have people now, because YouTube is a very big for me now, big thing for me now, seven years later. I have people who have followed me since the beginning. And, I, you know, a a big part of it may be that I am real with them. Um, Like, even when I made that, that copyright goof up, I just, I came out with this article called, I have egg on my face, but God still gets the glory. And I just explained about my idea for this new site and how, oops, I can't use a copyrighted name, but now look, I've rebranded it it, during its first week and this is what it is. And I, I think by sharing the reality of my struggles a lot of moms can relate to that and they, they kind of rally around with me um, in 
in things that I'm attempting to do. Okay, so you know what? I I just realized because of something that you said, we need to step back just a little bit. Because as you you briefly mentioned, we didn't even get to large family table as yet. No, because large family table's down the road a little bit. So I took you way back to the beginning. Gotcha. Okay, so let's I'm, let's. I, I'm all. I can get to large family table here probably in three minutes. If not let's sooner. let's go. Let's just go on that let's journey, go. and then we'll come okay. back to the raving fans concept. Okay. Okay. So. Free homeschool deals, whole lot of work, and of course, I had to learn about um, I had to learn about hiring help and training people and getting them de- to know my systems. I had to learn. Oh boy, what was it called? Um, it's the the intellectual about intellectual property. You know, I've I've had some situations where people have worked for me, and I'm like, oh, I need. Boy, I can't think of what the legal contract is right now, Leslie. Um, when people work for you. And you have, what is that called? A non-disclosure, excuse me. See, that that's how business savvy I am. <laughs> but I didn't know any of that. I had no experience with that at the time. So I was learning business lesson after business lesson. Uh, again, like drinking out of a fire hydrant is how one of my friends put it. And I tried to you know, hire some help to come in my home. I tried to get more help on my business, but it was still such a baby that I needed to do a lot of it. So again, my husband came home because we felt overall it would be best for him to be the one there helping me with family life than to have like a mother's helper or someone come in the house. I didn't want to work all the time, but I did for two years. I worked early in the morning and then I worked during nap time and I worked after dinner. And if you do that seven days a week, there you go. You're at 50 or more hours a week. <laughs> so uh, I I worked like that for two years. So... Let's see. So I'm counting my timeline. So by summer 2015, I had also started picking up a lot of different homeschool conference and such speaking engagements. So by summer 2015, in between two speaking engagements, um, I had a neck injury kind of that developed just from all my years of. So watch your posture audience here whenever you're on your computers working hard, just from looking down at my laptop all the time. And so during that summer, when I dealt with that neck injury, um, I couldn't work a lot. And of course, my work hours had changed. I was no longer at 50 hours a week. I was, uh, you know, a heavy, I'm still 25, 30 hours a week. But having a whole summer where I, I really couldn't work much at all. And the wonderful thing that I learned during that is that, guess what? Uh, free homeschool deals still kept trucking. Even without me pushing on it every day, I did have a good team of people by that point who'd been with me for a while, but I didn't have to uh, stand on my head um, trying to try. I just always kept trying to push it to new levels, right? That's what we do in our business. But I think years back now, looking back to that time, I just wasn't meant to push on it anymore. What I really had felt like I was missing by that point of the two and a half, three years in, was I felt like I had lost my voice. Because remember, I started all this with that little dream in my heart of being a writer and developing an audience. And here I was a couple years later, making a lot of money, but very overwhelmed. And I had no way to develop my voice. So that summer, we decided for my husband to go back 
to school for a new profession that if he ever had to go back to work full time, he, it was it was like his lifelong dream. And within all that, I had been playing with YouTube, but I thought it would be more of I thought I was going to sit on my porch uh, every Wednesday and and give some sort of encouraging homeschool mom talk to my free homeschool deals audience. And through that summer with my neck injury, I had time to watch vlogs and read up more. You know, my, my same basic practice of reading and teaching myself things. I started reading about YouTube and building a YouTube audience. And so I, some of my very first vlogs are me there. Like one's called Mommy Who Broke Your Neck. <laughs> and it's, it starts with my neck injury and during those two years that my husband was in school, all of the rest of 2015, all the way through until this last May, May 2017, I slowly and gently pushed on YouTube. I know we're not talking exclusively about YouTube because I, I also, through YouTube, that is where I've started largefamilytable.com. And so YouTube and Large Family Table is my personal platform. And I don't even work an hour a month now on free homeschool deals. That thing is on autopilot. I have one person who maybe works five hours a week on it for me. But that's from all those early years when I almost literally broke my neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, uh, going back to what we were talking about then in terms of your audience and how much they yes. kind of just love what you do. And then I'm hearing about the fir one of the first videos that you you uh, did, Mommy Who Broke Your Neck. Yes. I'm seeing something <laughs> significant there. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier about that struggle, doesn't it? Right, right. They, I, have shared my, I have shared some struggles and people connect with that. And, and really, you know, I share what I have available to share. So... So whether it was a, a neck injury or uh, other things we have going on in life, you know, I, I'm naturally a positive person and very faith-filled, but real life things do happen that we have to deal with. And I'm a big believer in contentment and making the very best of every day that we have. And I believe that on YouTube and largefamilytable.com that that comes out to my audience. Okay, so uh, how do you determine what to put on your blog? Because obviously a lot of it is you just connecting with your audience. So how, do you, how do you determine, out of all of the things that I would imagine happens when you have a family uh, sure. with eight kids, how, how do you make that decision? So again, all of this has developed without me knowing where it was going to go. It would be so wonderful you know, for people who can have a plan and have a clue and know where they're going before they start the journey. So I've learned, I've had a lot of YouTube lessons and what it has been from the beginning and what I continue to turn the focus on now is I just make it, it's just me sharing my mom's story. Even though I have used my children's names and you know, you could see a baby in the video or I talk about what I made for dinner and you know, how the kids responded to it or whatever. I'm not making my family or my children into YouTube or blog stars. Now, on my, like my Instagram, I have over 20,000 people following it. Well, when I started my Instagram years ago, I, I didn't know that I would have 
tens of thousands of people following, you know, my family's story and pictures I shared of the kids. So, um, so there is some of that weeding out. Like I won't, I, I won't ever share my children's struggles or them having a fit or them having a hard day or having a hard time. I, cause I keep in mind, you know, they're going to be adults. Actually, our oldest son graduates here in less than two months and the internet is forever. They're going to be able to look at what I have built during my work time all these years. And so again, and just thinking long-term, I'm trying to make it my story, aspects of my story as a mom. And that's where it gets back to, you know, I do share a lot about food because I am feeding all these people. And I share aspects of our homeschool, but I don't actually ever show um, my children like their pages and what they're actually working on and their different levels because I feel like that's their private journey. And what else don't I share? Uh, my husband isn't in a lot of the vlogs. Really, uh, most of the vlogs are just me. And I, and I show like what I'm doing for that day, what is on my mom whiteboard. And I have a new vlog coming out that shows me getting in 10,000 steps in a day, you know, but it's just very mom journey focused and not so much because there are a lot of family blogs and vlogs out there where everyone takes the camera and everyone's involved in the process. And again, this is me. I try to put myself out front and my family is the backstory because they're already out there, but that does give them a certain level of privacy. Does that make sense, Leslie? I like that. No, okay. no, that makes perfect sense. I think it's something that a lot of uh, parents uh, struggle to figure out. How do I balance this? Especially when you create, when you're doing a vlog or you're sharing stuff uh, right. that is related to your family. How do you do that but still protect the privacy of the people that are a part of sure. your family? So I think that's a very interesting approach. So, uh, and again, I didn't know it from the beginning. I, I thought when I started YouTube, it would just be me sitting on my porch. So now, um, you know, the videos will be me going to the thrift store or, or, uh, again, me, lots of me grocery shopping, meal planning, a lot of me cooking. Now the kids are in some of those videos, but again, they're not, um, they're not taking the camera and, and the audience does know them. They are connected with the kids. But again, I try not to make it that. We're, we're not a traditional family vlog. We're a hybrid. I end up being a hybrid of most things that I try. <laughs> so, so was there a point where you realized that, man, these people that have been following my journey, they are, they are really into this stuff. Like, like not, not just like, oh, I like to read this content. Was there a, a specific experience or a series of experiences that just led you to see that, man, these people are really, really into it? I knew that when, because uh, for a while I didn't have a blog to go along with the YouTube channel. And so around 10,000 subscribers, I could really tell that, that the audience that was developing was really dedicated. And I actually paused briefly at that time and I had to pray about and decide how far I wanted to go with adding on YouTube. I, I very well could have not gone any farther because I, I you know, income wise, I, I had built the free homeschool deals arm of my platform. I didn't necessarily have to do YouTube, but then again, I had that desire in my heart to still connect with people and doing videos. God has really given me the grace to do videos as simple as they are. 
So during that time, even though I could not sit and write out all the blog posts like how I did way back at the beginning, I could turn on my camera and talk to some moms while the kids and I walked through the field to go check on our chickens. And that was a blessing to me because I also was coming from a place of having worked very hard for two years on free homeschool deals. I did not want to go back to the place where I was working in the morning, working at nap time, working after dinner. I, I didn't want that life either. So that's where adding in the YouTube element has been a blessing because I can still connect, I can still communicate, and I can be in the middle of my family when and if I do that. And then we have weeks where I don't video at all. So... So I'm I'm curious about one thing here mm-hmm. because um you know as a, a homeschooling mom with all these mm-hmm. kids and all of the stuff that you do around the house um you you found a time to work well quite frankly up to like 50 plus hours a week you said early in the mornings during nap times and all that kind of stuff I would imagine number 1 that that would be extremely exhausting yes and and number 2 I'm I'm actually wondering, uh, do you regret that time that you spent working so hard while having everything else going on? I definitely, well, see, through that time, that was where we decided something had to change, and that's where we then brought my husband home. That whole time we we were trying, it's not like, that's just how it was, and we weren't trying to figure it out. We knew that's not what we wanted. We also knew, wow, I've accidentally on purpose created this wonderful financial blessing for my family. My husband was trying to change his hours. It got to the point where his employer would not, they the, the overtime was mandatory. He either had to work it or he didn't have a job at all. So through that, uh, it was actually more of like a year and a half, I guess, through that time, we knew that something had to change. And so I just, you know, home with the kids went on a survival mode mode schedule, which families have to deal with if there's a surgery, uh, an illness, you know, something unexpected in their family. Sometimes we have seasons in life. They could be a year and a half or two years where everything is just about survival. So we didn't have any outside lessons. Um, we didn't go to a lot of, you know, on a lot of field trips and those kind of things. We made it to where, again, I got up and worked before the kids got up. And then I would have like from 8.30 to noon or 1 where we did our, got food taken care of and we got school going or taken care of. And then when my two youngest would take their nap, like from 1 to 4, my older children at the time could continue with some independent work and reading and I could sit at the table and get in another up to three hours. And then we would break and we would have more afternoon, evening, family life and dinner. And then again at seven or eight, I could go back to work for another three or four hours. So I was only sleeping six hours a night at that time during that time. And I'm really, uh, I need seven to eight hours sleep a night. So, (laughs) but I think part of that was the excitement and the adrenaline of creating something and, um, it just being such a, a, an out of the box thing that was in our life. Got it. Got it. So, you know, now looking at what you've built, um, I want to ask this question Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of bloggers that are, 
um, building their blogs and you know growing an audience, and it may be a small audience. The audience may be growing, and they feel good about how well it's growing. Um, what would you say to them about you know uh, if they want to grow their blog and grow their audience to the point that these people just absolutely love them? What final words would you say to them? I think they have to play the long game. I think that even though with my free homeschool deals site, you know, that was kind of overnight and that happened based on my small platform I already built. What I have built with large family table has been a slow and steady long game. I've been doing YouTube consistently now for three years. And in the last year, I've really started working on adding in that blog element because I'm a blogger at heart. So, you know, some people who started YouTube three years ago played with it a little bit and then stopped. Um, and then some people just continue to push it and slow and steady over time they grow. So I would play the long game in building raving in raving fans. I mean, if you only have a thousand people from whatever platform today, well, in three years, you're going to have multiple, many more. And you only need those core raving fans to buy your products, to follow you on different platforms, and to support you in different ways. So I'm, I'm even though I've been... <laughs> The, the hair, I've been fast in things. In other ways, I've just been slow and steady and consistent. That's, that's funny because I had a friend over just yesterday and we were talking about the same thing because he asked me, hey, what what has been working for you? And I just told him, listen, um, there's no one big magic special thing. It's just that consistent showing up right, and over the long quit haul. It. Exactly, just don't quit. And I've had times... Over the last couple of years with YouTube, you know, I could just get out one video for the week. And then I've had weeks I can get out more. And and I oh and I and I'm also a rule breaker. I don't always follow <laughs> what all the experts say because it just doesn't fit my life. So yeah. So yeah. Love it. Love it. Now you you are uh, one thing that's very special about you is you are a part of my dream team, the blogger dream I team am. mastermind group. That is and I'm, my I'm, new stepping out for 2018 cuz I I do have this list of things I want to do. And I feel like with Leslie's guidance, I can do these extra things, but I need that wisdom. So why, why did you join the Dream Team specifically? Specifically, I have a good friend that you were a business coach for several years ago. And she has had amazing success. And if you ask her, she will say that it goes all the way back to when she started working with Leslie. So I have, so for several years, I have wanted to work with you. And again, wildlife it has not lined up until now so when i heard about your dream team mastermind i thought ah oh, that this is it 2018 is going to be this year when i do these new things and awesome and you've 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 just joined and how has it been for you so far well so far i, I now have a to-do list and i have goals and we have things we're gonna make sure i walk out and accomplish and it's also wonderful to be in there with other people 
to um, just be with like-minded business people. B the businesses can be totally different, uh, but we're still on a similar journey. And I can learn, we can learn from each other. Absolutely love it. I, I want to let anyone know, if you want to check out what Jay Morrell has going on, you can head on over to her blog. What's the URL? I want to hear you say Yes, largefamilytable.com. And from there, you can follow many rabbit trails. <laughs> there you go, Jay Morrell. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you, you very much. All right, guys, you want to check her out? Go to largefamilytable.com. And of course, as we mentioned in the end, the Dream Team Mastermind, we are accepting a few more members. So if you are a blogger that have, you've reached a certain level in your blogging and you're having some success with it and you want to take it to the next level, I want to invite you to go ahead and apply to be a part of the Blogger Dream Team. You can do that at becomeablogger.com slash apply. Once again, that's becomeablogger.com slash apply. We meet once a week. We talk about what's going on in your business. When you are in the hot seat, you get your business dissected, not just by me, but by other members of the Blogger Dream Team Mastermind. So check it out, becomeablogger.com slash apply. I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. It's awesome to, to, to see what Jay Morrell has been able to accomplish. And I hope you are inspired to grow that audience of raving fans. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. Three, five, two, four, one, four.